I'd like to begin by acknowledging that the land on which we gather is traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin Anishinaabeg people. Right? Much respect. My oh my. What a month. What a year. It's been overstated. 2020 has been nuts. But currently, rattling around the brain are so many different things. The inevitable return to my favorite of my three jobs. Also, the youth. Also, realizing that my uh, protection has gone missing in this um, move. Alright? Protection went missing. Can't find it. Must have packed it up somewhere in a box. I don't know where. It you know when you... Every single time you move, you lose something. Alright? So that's gone. So I had to go repurchase uh, a smaller piece of protection, but you know, it does the trick. And the days of me being out from fucking like midnight to 4 or 5 a.m., those are done. Them days are done. Latest I'll be out is 11 for certain reasons. Actually, that's not true. One job has me overnight, but so it's a fourth job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, realizing that what I thought was needing protection however many months ago, that has escalated till now. All right, I want to read some from, and I know y'all going to be pissed off about this, but the message is forget the messenger, focus on the message. Let's see. Uh, I won't even say who the messenger is, actually. I'll just read what they got to say. The ongoing and escalating violence in the U.S. has reached levels that I've never seen before in my lifetime. The massive increase in fascists openly carrying weapons and firing on unarmed people is alarming, to say the least. It would seem that a second civil war is brewing in the South. We must be ready to respond to the inevitable fascist reaction that occurs in so-called Canada and particularly in Ottawa. Those of you who don't know, I live in Ottawa. And as I always say, what happens in the U.S. has an inevitable spillover into the Canadian context in ways y'all don't really get. It's a more quiet war. It's not as overt, it's a quiet one. All right, next. I don't know what the future holds for us, but I know, quote, I don't know what the future holds for us, but I know things are gonna get worse before they can get better. Promote anti-fascism when and where you can. Report, record, and organize to counter local instances of fascism and fascists when you see it. A great struggle is near. Some of y'all might hear that and be like, yo, this is alarmist. All right? But this is facts. Like, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. This is facts. All right? 
Let's reiterate this shit. Let's reiterate this shit. Escalating violence that's gonna spill over into the Canadian context. There will be reactions. People feel empowered like followers. They feel empowered when they see something go down in the U.S. that makes them feel like, yo, if they can do it down there, we can do it up here because we outnumber the the minority. It's not like, see, Canada ain't like the U.S. where what y'all call minorities might very well become the majority. Like, we don't have a large Hispanic population. Our largest population might be the the Chinese specifically. And, you know, there's other groups, people from the Middle East, West Asians, East Asians, South Asians, you know, and the smaller populations of Black and Indigenous. And we all got to face the backlash of what happens down in the U.S., now there's this there's this uh, concept of brown complicity in white supremacy which I've spoken briefly about it's something y'all should go watch I think I've said to go watch it go watch it on YouTube how we speak of like it's like the model minority concept um, if you just behave the best you'll be you'll be able to rise the ranks in the white society and so on and so forth black people are realizing that and I believe indigenous people have always realized this from what I've heard, from whom I've spoken to. It's like, we're still in a, like, indigenous population is wise enough to never refer to Canada as Canada, to never fully accept the names that the, that the cities have been called. They call for land acknowledgement, these sorts of things. Now, black people as... A lot of us as second generation, we're coming to terms with our place in this society and how our struggle in a lot of cases mirrors the African-American struggle, right? So now you have hundreds of years gap that still boils down to your skin color is going to get you either pulled over or gunned down or tossed from a balcony or beat up, or whatever it is, or choked out to death. All right. Shout-outs to Winnipeg for leading the mass movement of BIPOC solidarity. All right. We got we to gotta think a bit differently here. In Canada, we got to realize that our enemies will often not be so overt. They will be covert. But if there's enough overt scenarios in the U.S. and our media keeps getting intertwined, there will be a backlash. You should see some of the far-right Canadian media. It's fucked. But also, and also, y'all should be fucking, well... I mean, Gavin McInnes don't got shit to do with Vice anymore, but fuck him too for bringing about the Proud Boys, all right? Fuck him. 
and fuck the Proud Boys. I've said this before. Fuck the Proud Boys. Fuck the. I've been made alert that there's three percenters that are actually a Latino bike crew, not them. The three percenters that span U.S. and Canada, also Adam Waffen, also um, Yellow Jackets to some extent. Spoken about them. This is going to be multiple parts, so buckle in, all right? Get the popcorn, because I got a lot to say right now. I haven't done a sit-down audio journal in a while. It's usually been on the go, but I made a long video calling out each and every one of these people and in hindsight it was based off of pure anger even though I contained anger but still had the message any one of them people that want to meet up and go toe to toe we can do it you know we can do it it's very easily it's very very easy for me to round up a crew of minorities, BIPOC, who would love to have a field day on all these crews and all these hate groups, they'd love it. But that's like leading your leading people to a situation that could lead to their parish. Let's say, worst case scenario, the hate groups win. All right, toe to toe or weapons. All right. You don't want to be leading people to that. Nor do I want to pit myself to be the leader of something. All right? But plenty of people are down for that. Plenty of people are down to find a location for any of these people. Where do they hang? Where do they Where do they eat? Where do they go to the gym? Where do they play ball hockey and all the shit that they do? What construction sites do they work at? Plenty of people are ready. You know what? Y'all don't know Yellow Jackets? We're going to read about them. All right? Who the fuck are the Yellow Jackets? Million Dollar Beach House now on Netflix. I haven't watched, nor do I give a shit about Netflix. All right. Yellow Jackets. Group. Yellow Jacket Group. Yellow Vest. Sorry, not Yellow Jacket. Yellow Vest. Actually, there's Yellow Vest and Yellow Jackets, but let's talk about Canada's fledgling Yellow Vest movement threatened by extremist fringe groups. All right. When Haley Wild was planning to attend her first Yellow Vest protest, she was missing a key component, the actual vest. So she put it up, called her friends. She ended up with three. All it took was a face group and an event. She was invited. She invited her friends to join and it was snowballed from there. Weekly rallies downtown Red Deer. This is some West, some prairie shit, all right? The movement birthed in rural France in opposition to President Emmanuel's Macron, Emmanuel Macron's uh, fuel tax has hopped at the pond and is gaining steam with numerous Facebook groups, thousands of members strong, and a truck convoy between Alberta and Ottawa planned for mid-February. All right, French protesters 
gilet jaune rattled the political establishment. In Canada, there's at least one thematic link to the French protest, the carbon tax. I think we are all watching what's happening in France. It just kind of sparked my mind. It's not like we're stealing from them. Sometimes imitation is the best form of compliment. The, the, okay, so the, but the convoy pipeline and the carbon tax aren't necessarily what you'd see if you search for the Yellow Vest movement online in Canada. Those forums have seen open airing of more fringe and extreme views. There are fantasies about the assassination of PM Trudeau, adherence to conspiracy theories and undisguised racism, all which pose a challenge for those attempting to further relatively mainstream views. All right. I'm running out of time here. I'll be back for a part two. I'm going to drop a track in the middle of this. I don't know if y'all are going to hear it on Spotify, but on Anchor, you will hear it. So we're talking about the yellow vests, right? It's not even one group. There's no obvious leadership of the quote-unquote movement and no definitive conclusion about which is the real or representative group of movement or the movement. There's the convoy and its affiliates. There's a 100,000 strong Facebook group. There are many, many smaller Facebook pages devoted to the yellow vest concept with no obvious link to each other other than safety vests, the name and sharing some grievances. Indeed, the initial protest that uh, while attended Centered around the United Nations Migration Compact. Alright. Let's see. Let's find something else here. Here's what to know about the quote-unquote yellow vest protests happening across Canada. Yellow vest protests which began in France weeks ago are now being spotted in cities across Canada. The Canadian protests are much smaller in size compared to France, where thousands have marched in recent weeks. The protesters' yellow vests have come to represent a highly visible sign of unity against government policies. Over the weekend, protests in several Canadian cities, including Winnipeg, Calgary, Toronto, Halifax, Edmonton, and Saskatoon, donned yellow vests. Who organized the protests? The protests have largely been organized through Facebook and other social media sites. A Facebook event titled Yellow Vest Canada has more than 73,000 members. Other local pages such as Yellow Vest Toronto have also been created. Give me one second. While the protests are controversial, Mensa said that the Mensa was somebody referenced earlier in the article who I didn't read. Said they were are legitimate unless they turn violent or hateful. While Prime Minister Trudeau has not spoken directly about Canadian yellow vest protests, he slammed conservatives over the weekend saying they, they are stoking anti-immigration sentiments. Hundreds of people showed up in Edmonton over the weekend for yellow vest protest. Some of the protesters spoke to Global, refuting criticism that they are racist for opposing the non-binding UN migration pact. <laughs> in Toronto, a group of about 60 yellow vest protesters gathered downtown but didn't have, didn't appear to have a cohesive ideology. 
Some chanted Canada first, others expressed anti-immigration messages. Controversial far-right former mayoral candidate Faith Goldie attended the rally. Surprise, surprise. In Halifax, protesters also spoke out against the migration pact, called for greater free speech. At all the Canadian protests, there were counter-protests that popped up. One counter-protester in Edmonton, Adebayo Katiti, told Global that he's a refugee. I need people to know that refugees mean no harm. Immigrants mean no harm and refugees are home here. Rana Zaman, an activist from Halifax, attended the rally saying it was an opportunity to bring two political sides together. We're swimming in poverty. We're just dying in so many ways here, so we need solidarity. If there was a movement that could bring all of us together with our diversity, then, there, then this was something that was hopeful. All right. Hate groups mixed with yellow vests on front line of extremism in Canada. At least, ugh, fuck you. At least two known hate groups made their way into a gathering of yellow vest protesters in Hamilton on Saturday. That was from the National Observer, Washington Post, Yellow Vest Anniversary. This is in Paris. We'll skip that. All right, Yellow Vest Canada will be the next search. What I'm trying to do is show you how many hate groups there are here. Y'all got the AB, various groups like that, KKK, etc. We got these clowns. Yellow, okay, so antihate.ca. Yellow Vesta Canadian Hate. Uh, antihate.ca. Hate groups find foothold on East Coast. New Brunswick and Halifax members of the Northern Guard. Yet another group. White supremacists and far-right groups have been trying to gain a following in the Maritimes for almost a year now. Their activities are escalating and they're carrying out patrols, rallies, and demonstrations. Three groups are particularly active on the East Coast. The Northern Guard, the National Citizens Alliance, and the remnants of the Yellow Vest Canada, now producing content under the name NL Media. Stephen Garvey, leader of the NCA, is running in the riding of Cumberland, Colchester, Nova Scotia in the federal election. The escalation started a year ago when the soldiers of Odin began carrying out so-called patrols in Halifax in late 2018. SOO rebranded as the Northern Guard in Nova Scotia in 2019 and continued these quote-unquote patrols, which sometimes included giving pizzas to the homeless. So look at that. This kind of hate group volunteerism is commonplace and part of a simple public relations strategy. Elsewhere, the The technical error there, I think. The Northern Guard patrols ended when a Twitter account alerted PolySci ended Domino's Pizza of a alerted Domino's Pizza of a post from NG's then VP Georgie Fagan thanking Domino's for their support. Fagan has been banned from all Domino's locations in Nova Scotia. A post from Northern Guard President Norman English took umbrage with what occurred, including a statement acknowledging, "Yes, we are against any people that come here to change our way of life." 
A recent video also shows Northern Guard member Tobin Parker threatening people on the street with pepper spray during the National Citizens Alliance rally on June 22nd. This is what I think I was watching when um, it was like a group of, of people. They looked like students to me being harassed by these dudes. The National Citizens Alliance, NCA, is a federal party led by Stephen Garvey, who has done events in the past with the explicitly anti-Muslim worldwide coalition against Islam, a neo-Nazi-tied organization which refers to Muslims as vermin and sewage. NCA aims to put a temporary pause on immigration and a massive reduction in immigration over time. These motherfuckers are getting into politics, yo. BIPOC. Somalis are good at this. We gotta step it up here. These motherfuckers are trying to get... In. These motherfuckers are in politics. And we're on the... So, because of my uh, sometimes struggling attention span, I no longer want to read all of these fucking hate groups and what they fucking stand for and their philosophies and incidents where they've rallied and blah, blah, blah. We get it. My bigger point is there is going to be a face-off North America-wide, which has already started. And I'm telling you right now, yo. I'm telling you now. Black people and BIPOC in general are no longer having it where they get to come at us freely and unpunished. Like, I hate to be that messenger, but it's getting to a stage where we're gonna have to fire back. I mean, if we're already looked at as, if we're already disliked, then what's an extra little dislike in this thing gonna do? Nothing. We're gonna fire back, boy. And in some cases, they'd almost be walking right into a, not even a trap that was purposely set out but it's a trap nonetheless. Nonetheless, because without fail, they want to show up to our protests and rallies. And I'm not even a career protester. There's performative protesters as well. I ain't one of them. I'm not a career protester. I don't live to get locked up. I don't live to get tear gassed. There's people like that. But the people who genuinely are out there, these groups prey on these people. They prey on the peaceful protester. I can guarantee you within a few weeks to a few months, you're gonna see epic retaliation. 
It doesn't need necessarily be bloody retaliation. It's just going to be retaliation in some form. People will be able to get shots off freely. There will be security. Whether it's goon squad, gang members, real security, or something else. It's coming. I love when they say they feel threatened. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You came to cause mayhem. If we both occupy the same protesting space, we're here for the same reason to protest or rally or voice concerns. Yeah, y'all are the aggressive ones. All right. You want to accuse us of being aggressive when we're not? Okay, let's get aggressive. Let's retaliate. You want to see what happens when we really retaliate? So be it. 